1: The big day, big day, big day. We're going to talk about the Colts' coaching search, which is going to hit high gear this week. Couple of candidates; their seasons ended yesterday. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Jonathan Taylor. He got surgery last week on Wednesday on that high ankle sprain. Cleaned out cleaned down some debris. Is he worth a contract extension? The Super Bowl's set, and we saw yesterday why mistakes wind up ruining seasons, and you have got to limit mistakes. That is critical. Speaking of mistakes, we're going to talk about Indiana and their game tomorrow night against Maryland. There is a Hoosier who I kind of called out on Saturday night after Indiana won over Ohio State. He has got to eliminate mistakes. They are easier mistakes to eliminate than most, and he's got to get that done. Indiana fans got all pissed off at me. For calling this kid out for making errors, you have got to clean errors, or you are going to get beat. And in March, all it takes is one error at the wrong time, and you get your ass beat. That's what happened to the uh, to the Bengals last night in Kansas City. One mistake cost them that game. Now there are a whole bunch of other plays, but one mistake did him did the Bengals in. We'll talk about that, too. Miles Turner got extended, and I think it's a mistake. i got to tell you the truth. I don't think you extend mediocrity, and I find Miles Turner to be a source of Pacers mediocrity. Every once in a while, he rises up, and you think, hey, here's somebody. But in a contract year, I don't trust the kind of success that Miles Turner's putting up. Pacers, they lost yesterday. Indiana's women's team, they won. Purdue won yesterday. If Indiana can beat Maryland tomorrow night and Purdue can beat Penn State on Wednesday, what a tilt in Bloomington we have coming up on Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock at Simon Scott Assembly. Hall. this is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, January 30th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. BUSR.com slash Kent. Here's what you get if you sign up And within the first 20 hours of your sign-up, you deposit a minimum of $100. You get a chance, and this is only available to people who watch here, a $1,000 free bet you get. And the drawing is going to be held February 6th, the week of the Super Bowl, so you have plenty of time to place your bets and win some money. The winner's gonna be chosen randomly from all accounts that meet the requirements as well as you're gonna get a congratulatory phone call from the people at BUSR. And a mention for me in this video, so what are you waiting for? Click on the link below. I'll put it there just after we finish the, uh, the Breakfast with Kent. This is live, of course, so I can't put it in the description as I'm talking. Head over to BUSR and get in on the action. Good luck to everyone. Hope to see you. As the winner, it's a winner-take-all giveaway, baby, from BUSR.com slash Kent. All right. Let's talk about the Colts. Uh, two candidates yesterday lost in their bids to get to the Super Bowl. If D'Amico Ryans had gotten to the Super Bowl, there was just no way the Colts were going to be able to interview him, get him vetted, and, and hire him as a head coach. So I think he would have gone without being... Uh, Uh, without being interviewed at all. But since the 49ers lost, maybe he's got time to do the first interview, the second interview, get this thing going, and become a candidate for the job in the way he is for the Texans' job, in the way he is for the Denver Broncos' job. And I know it's ridiculous to point this way to Houston and that way to Denver, but that's roughly the directions of those two cities. What are you going to do? Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, He is, uh, all of a sudden, he's got nothing to prepare for other than his interview here in Indianapolis. And so maybe that interview takes place early this week. I'm still, I'm sure he's still smarting from the job. I'm sure he's asleep right now because they got home in all likelihood to Cincinnati at about three in the morning. Jonathan Taylor had arthroscopic surgery on Wednesday to clean up some debris at the source of that right ankle, uh, or that high ankle sprain. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in the game in 2021. Last year with a high ankle, he had a little bit of trouble. And over the years, some debris has, has kind of uh, built in that ankle, and so he got it cleaned out. So he's going to be ready to go by the time camp starts, and he's going to be at 100%. Is he worth is he worth an extension? I am really hinky about giving running backs extensions, but Jonathan Taylor is is a weird guy. He is a unicorn among running backs and despite the fact that he's had this surgery on his ankle, I think he give him an extension. I don't know what it costs. Running backs don't have the value that they did 30, 40 years ago, but I think you extend him. The Colts historically, although this doesn't have anything to do with Chris Ballard as a general manager, and that's what's important, but the Colts historically have have allowed running backs to leave, to exit when their first contract ended. That was true for, uh, you know, with Marshall Falk, they traded him in, in 1998, before the 98 season, but after the 97 season in 1998, they traded Edgerin James, they traded Joseph, or they allowed uh, or they I, I don't think they traded Edger James, they allowed him to sign as a free agent elsewhere. And they did the same thing with Joseph Adai. So we'll see what they do with Jonathan Taylor. But I think you keep him. I think Jonathan Taylor is a special individual. I think he's a leader. I think he just loves football. And I think he loves playing for the Colts. And when you've got that, that set of of both skill and in kind of those intangibles i think you invest in that if you're the indianapolis Colts, i think you extend him michael pittman jr you got a bit of a decision on your hands Uh, i don't think that he's going to wind up being an elite level wide receiver he is not a wide receiver one i don't think i think he's one of the best wide receiver twos in the nfl I don't know if you want to, you want to throw $18, 20000000 a year at somebody like that. That's mm. kind of, a tough call. Jonathan Taylor, not that tough a call to me. Um, you saw what happens with mistakes. Joseph Asai last night with eight seconds left. Unnecessary roughness against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes goes out of bounds at the Bengals 42. Like I said, with eight seconds left. Asai shoves him, knocks him down, 15yard penalty, moves the field goal from 60 to 45. Harrison Buckter, at that point, he makes the 45-yard field goal to give the chiefs a 23 to 20 win. Without that mistake, without that unnecessary roughness, the game likely goes to overtime, And you've got a completely different scenario. It was a great game. You thought it was going to be a great game. You thought it was going to come down to the last possession. It absolutely did. And and you feel terrible for Osai. But you feel even worse for the Bengals, who did not deserve that fate necessarily. That was all on Osai. Mistakes are critical. In close games, it is the team that makes the fewer mistakes that wins the day. Always, always, always. It's true in basketball. It's true in football. And the team that makes the last mistake, that's the one that stands out. And you wind up with a guy like Osai, who is gonna have a tough time sleeping for a long time. And he is going to remember that penalty in that moment, in that game that caused that loss for the rest of his life. That's the, the penalty, the consequence that comes with making mistakes. So you try to eliminate the mistakes as best you can. The Super Bowl is going to be the Eagles against the Chiefs. What a great game. I can't wait. to. uh, The Eagles are the best team, and they're playing against the best player. Patrick Mahomes is the best player. We'll see how that ankle responds to treatment over the next two weeks. I can't wait for that game. How much fun is that going to be? And our Colts fans because of Nick Sirianni, gonna become Philadelphia Eagles fans. I think some will, some won't. Some don't care about Nick Sirianni at all. I like Nick Sirianni a lot. He was great to talk to. Uh, he, He treated the media really well. He was like a real guy. He told you things, or at least he at least pretended to tell you things and not treat you with utter disdain. So we liked Nick Sirianni. I like Nick Sirianni. I think he's a terrific head coach and I love the way he's put the Eagles in a position to not make mistakes, to elevate the play of Jalen Hurts. And and you know, you, you look at these two teams and really all four teams in the championship games that were played yesterday, and you see teams that were built from the outside in. And you have to wonder if Chris Ballard watches and kind of scratches his head and says, "Hey, maybe I've had it backwards." Speaking of mistakes that did not cost his team, Indiana beat Maryland on Saturday night, or Ohio State on Saturday night, and they've got Maryland coming up tomorrow night. But a really good game and a really fun game, Jalen hood Shafino absolutely propelled Indiana. The 15-0 run to end the first half propelled Indiana. They are getting to the point where they can compete with really good, high-end, elite-level teams. To do that, and to do that successfully, they're going to have to have three things. They're going to have to have somebody knock down some threes, and it was Jalen Shafino going six of nine from beyond the arc the other night. You had Trace Jackson Davis, who played relatively well. He was okay. He missed some chippies, like uh, Mike Woodson said in his post-game interviews. He, he did. And that's okay. You're going to miss shots. You don't make all the shots you take. Trace Jackson Davis, 18 and 10, that was good. That was fine. A lot of attention paid to Trace Jackson Davis, and Jalen Hood Shafino made him pay. What happened the other night, and Malik Renew played good basketball for the most part. There's nothing to yell at about Malik Renew other than three or four mistakes. That he made. What he tends to do when he catches a ball down low is try to figure out a way to put the ball in the bucket. And the way he tries to do that is first putting the ball on the ground. He puts the ball on the deck way too often. He dribbles and dribbles. He catches and dribbles. The double team comes because they know they can pick it. They know he is a source of potential turnovers. So the defense comes, they go like this. And Malik Reno has a tough time getting the ball over the top of those guys in some cases. That happens with Malik Reno. I think he was 6 of 10 the other night shooting the ball. But those four misses and, and the, the one or two turnovers, they are going to cost Indiana if he doesn't clean them up. If he doesn't get a clean look at the rim, if it's not a mop-up bucket on an offensive rebound, he, he, he has trouble creating, especially against a double team. If he's quick, creating content, doing the little step through and laying it in, he is really, really good. If he can focus on what he does exceptionally well and eliminate those things that he doesn't, Indiana takes a step up in class and has a chance in March to win really meaningful games. If he doesn't, the, the possessions that he forfeits through his own inability to recognize what he is great at and what he is not great at, will cost Indiana. This is what I'm saying. This is what I said Saturday night. People got sideways, said things about me that were unkind. But I'm telling you that mistakes made by Malik renew because he believes he is the level of player he is not, are going to be costly unless he eliminates them. Deal with it. Uh, the Pacers signed Miles Turner to an extension. It's a two-year, $60 million extension, but $17 million of it is applied toward this year. The remainder is over the next two years, so he's going to be paid an average of $20.5 million each of the next two years. To me, you don't extend mediocrity. You use mediocrity uh, kind of shrouded in quality as, as Miles Turner is this year. You deal that kind of guy. You try to build your war chest uh, of draft equity that you can use to go get somebody who's going to make a difference and win you a championship. Miles Turner is not a championship basketball player. Period ended discussion. I don't like this extension because what it says to me is good is good enough for the Pacers. And I don't like that kind of leadership. Kevin Pritchard's a better GM than that. You don't It, it was an economically wise deal. They, they applied a lot of money to this year. They had to get cap compliant. They were under the cap, the you know, the low cap. They got into compliance. Okay, fine. That's good. Mm. Man, but Miles Turner for another two years, you watch. That 17 points a game, that 17 and 8 is going to revert to the norm. And, and the, 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 he is a businessman, Miles Turner is. And, and as a businessman, he did the smart thing, and he really has balled out this season. But that extension is not good business for the Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Indiana women's team, they get a win over Rutgers, 91-68. By the way, secure all of the loose debris up in the jumbotron, for God's sake, Indiana University. Bryce Sensabaugh was almost brained by a, by a post- that fell from the jumbotron at halftime Saturday night. They got the thing all all dialed in for the rest of that game and for the Indiana game against Rutgers yesterday. Uh, Holmes and Berger with 21 each. Parrish with 17 yesterday. They're at Minnesota next Wednesday at 8. The Golden Gophers are terrible. Indiana's going to get that win. Then Purdue on Sunday is going to be a great game. Indiana is projected to be a top seed in the, uh, in the upcoming women's tournament, they are projected along with South Carolina, UConn, and Stanford as one seeds. Purdue beat Michigan State yesterday, 77-61. Zach Eadie with 38 in 32 minutes. Uh, Boilers coming to Bloomington Saturday. I can't wait. Hopefully they beat, even if they don't beat Penn State Wednesday, they're coming in as the number one team. Because the poll refreshes today, not after Wednesday's game. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The Britt Boys celebrating a birthday. Ron Britt, Tom Britt, happy birthday. Paul Michael Ware, happy birthday. The great Scott Burton, the great Philip B. Wilson, happy birthday. Kevin Bernhardt, happy birthday. Andrew Ireland, Ryan Hatch, Ryan Hatch, a really good sports talk programmer. And John Ketzenberger, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. Remember, go to busr.com slash Kent. Sign up. Deposit $100 or more in the first 24 hours. And you are qualified to win a free $1,000 bet if your name is selected. We'll talk to you later today inside Indiana Sports Now, 3 or 4 o'clock or when news breaks. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?